so, folks, sometimes you just got to give the double barrel middle finger and tell cancel culture portions of liberal leftist socialist communist America. You can take cancel culture in a nice ball. You can roll it up just like this, big or small. I don't really care. You can take it and you can stick it right up your ass. So this little paint job we did on my face today. Oh, look. Oh, he's got paper. Oh, no, he doesn't. Oh, no, he tricked. Look at that. He's tri- this is dedicated to the Karens of the world, like Karen Phillips. No offense because people named Karen. Again, my name's Dan, but I'm not taking the cancel culture bullshit anymore, and I suggest you don't either. I suggest everybody show up at every NFL game this weekend, college game as well, and paint your face just like I did. Paul and I learned it took about 10 minutes. You take a little clump of face paint, you put it on your face. You paint one side, you paint the other side. But this is your way to tell cancel culture, stick it up your ass. Karen Phillips is dedicated to you and holding our menta, that sweet young kid who did the right thing, not the easy thing, representing his team. Stand strong, brother. We're all with you. Paint your face too. Show these cancel culture assholes. We really don't care. Joseph. Karen, why did you do that? I don't know why Karen did that, but I know why I did this. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I had to run downstairs, wash my face. We just did that a few minutes ago. That's why why I look so shiny. I didn't even bother putting any like mattifier or anything on. I ran right upstairs. I can't. I can't have any more stuff on my face. That stuff took a little bit to get off. Stand up. Stand up. I'm serious. I know it was kind of funny and sarcastic. It's time for us to stand up and stand together. Folks, a very good friend of mine, Ginny Thomas, once said to me something I've said on this show often, and I'm going to say again. We're the leaders we've been waiting for. Stop waiting for other people. It's the little things we can do to show that we symbolically stand with normal, sweet kids like this kid who got, they tried to wreck and ruin his entire life. It's time to stand with him. I am as serious as a freaking heart attack. Show up this weekend at a football game on Saturday or Sunday and paint your face too. And show everyone out there that you can go and support a sports team, whatever one you want to do, or just have a good time. And no, not everyone who paints their face in a team's colors is some Ku Klux Klan member. Give them the middle finger, folks. It's time to stand up. I just, I thought of that this morning. I'm like, you know what? Everybody should be doing this. Everyone should be doing this. Everyone should go out. If they want a symbol of subjugation with their face masks and their vaccine mandates and their face mask talisman that they're little liberal socialists, then let's show them we can stand together too for freedom and liberty and the freedom of expression. Everyone should go out and paint their face red and black. Screw these assholes, man. I'm done with them, and I think you are too. You like that, Chatsters? That was special for you. Only for the early birds on the show. And thank you, Paula, for hooking me up there. And I'm sorry again for all the shine, but I had to walk downstairs and wash that off, and boom, pop right back up. All right, I got a big show for you today. I got a lot to talk about. And holding our mentor, that young man, like I said, we're with you, brother. You go and rep your team however damn well you want. And your family, we're with you too. God bless you. And to Karen, brother, you got your own problems right now. Karen. 
A lot of stuff happened yesterday. Elon thing you probably saw, but there's something bigger than that that happened. It wasn't just the F yourself thing. There's that. And then this monster, monster poll number thing came out that proves a point we made a long time ago about the indictments. Folks, I've been raving about Beam Dreams Powder, their hot cocoa for sleep. Shop their biggest sale of the year and get 50% off when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino. That's shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Discount auto applied at checkout. No code necessary. Stuff is great. Uh, something happened with these poll numbers. I'm going to explain it to you how a theory we've had about these indictments is now backed up by data where well, you're not wasting your time here. You'll see what I'm talking about coming up. Even Rogan hit on this. Hey, in these crazy days, we got to recharge and refresh in a natural way. To that end, I discovered Bone Charge, a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize life in every way. One of my favorite products from Bone Charge is the infrared sauna blanket. Use it a couple times a week. It's incredible. Helps me ease stress and unwind after what are inevitably crazy days. The sauna blanket helps me break a sweat, which could help remove some heavy metals and other toxins. It sets up in less than a minute. It heats super fast and I relax and either you know read or check out a book or sometimes I just chill there for a 30, 40 minute session. I kid you not, the sauna blanket from Bone Charge, it's a game changer. I love it. Bone Charge ships worldwide and the sauna blanket ships free with no hidden costs. Plus, Bone Charge offers a 30-day free trial with easy returns or exchanges and a 12-month warranty. Relax, revitalize, and refresh with Bone Charge and the Sauna Blanket. This holiday season, Bone Charge is offering a massive 25% off site-wide. Big savings. Head to Bone Charge, B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E, BoneCharge.com, and a 25% off code will be auto-applied to your entire order. Hurry while supplies last. All right, Joseph, finally, for the real intro. It's showtime, Chief. You guys like... I guess pretty slick. Look at you there. Folks, you like that in the chat? You ready to stand up too? How many of you in the chat are willing to do something like that this weekend? Show up at your kid's soccer game. Show up. We should have a nationwide movement. Support this kid. Stand for national unity. How many are ready to do that? I'm willing to do it. We've got a lot of people telling everyone to go F themselves these days. Did you hear this yesterday? I don't know how you could have missed it. It was all over social media. So Elon Musk is doing an interview about Twitter and Elon Musk. Uh, I believe that Aaron, was it Aaron Sorkin guy, whatever. And uh, he asked him a question about Twitter and advertisers who are boycotting Twitter. And ladies and gentlemen, we need a little bit more of this. But it was what he said after. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. That matters too. here. Check this out. Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't advertise. What did he say? <laughs> Folks, I'm telling you, this parallel economy is growing by the day. I can completely relate to what Elon's talking about. I don't have Elon's money, obviously, not even close. Do okay. I'm not even one one millionth as rich as that guy is. I don't. You can't even do the math. He's got so much money. But I'm going to tell you something that I've. I don't think I've ever discussed openly on the show before. We've been under pressure for a really long time to just toe the liberal line on talking points. Don't talk about the 2020 election. You know, don't talk about voter fraud. 
What else? Have you done? Don't talk about COVID and masks or, or X will happen. Do X and Y will happen. The nice part about being in a position I'm in, when you're not guided by money or financial things, I like, I'm a capitalist. I enjoy making money. But Joe, you've been with me the longest. You absolutely know for a fact that there were a couple of different companies who I felt were getting squishy on stuff who came to us and said, hey, we want to re-up and we'd like to do this deal with you for another year to talk to your listeners. And you probably recall which ones, Joe. We were like, no, thanks. No need to bash them. You, just, you know, you do your thing. You make your money with your product. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We'll see you later. Have a nice day. This isn't a good fit for the show. Folks, trust me, it happened. Not just once, but a couple of times. You mean you've turned down like six-figure advertising deals from companies? Yeah, not just once. Because I feel the same way Elon does. That we're going to stand by a show. This show is anchored in the truth. This show is anchored in saving the country. This show matters to me personally. And we're going to do our own damn show. And if you don't like our show and you don't realize, listen, I don't speak for these sponsors and they don't speak for me. I can almost guarantee you every sponsor we have on the show has some political viewpoint different than I do. Some of them may not even support a Republican. That's okay. You make your product. They leave me alone. We, they want to talk to you. They want to sell you the product. They don't get involved in politics. I don't get involved in their politics. Fine. You start pushing stuff down my throat. Tell me what I can say or can't say. I'm sorry. There's a reason I do my own stuff now. Some of you will get that. Not doing it. He said something after that, though. He mentioned something about Twitter. If Twitter goes under, that it'll be their, their fault. That'll be these companies' fault. Folks, listen, that's a fact. These people are really looking to destroy the free speech platform he's trying to develop over there. I get there are some hiccups and hangups, but they're really doing their best to destroy it. Remember, what they can't control is the enemy, and that's a fact. And that's why you saw that outburst yesterday. Because I got a far worse temper than Elon, and although I contain it, I felt I felt just as he did many times. We've had to leave a lot of people behind. Folks, this is one of the reasons I keep telling you that I, I warned a long time ago. Some of you who are regular listeners to the show, you absolutely know this too because you've been here. I had said to you early on that the reaction by a number of Trump's opponents to the indictments in the police state is going to dictate not just what happens to Trump, but what happens to his opponents too. The United States right now is in a perilous spot. The overwhelming majority of Republican voters right now, whether they like Trump or not, understand that Trump is just the tip of the spear of the police state fight against them. They get it. You don't have to be a Trump supporter to understand that. And I had predicted a long time ago that the, the, the polls were going to separate and separate more if the candidates running against Trump didn't get that. That you can attack him all you want on issues. But the minute you don't stand by him in this police state assault on him, Republican voters who are on the fence are going to see you as a sellout, too. That these indictments were the single dumbest thing the Democrats ever did. And not getting behind, at least going after the police state full bore, was the biggest mistake his opponents ever made. Look at this. When you're reading an article in National Review, who I think we can all agree, folks, are not like diehard Trumpers, called It's the Indictment Stupid. You know what I was telling you is absolutely true. We had this conversation. They note the simple reason Trump's been so formidable is that he keeps getting indicted. Thank you. This is what I've been saying forever. The leftists did this on purpose because they wanted Trump. They thought he'd be an easy win. They didn't anticipate what I have coming up next. Stand by.
They thought he'd be in. So I, I want to be clear on this. Keep this up. His opponent's argument that, hey, they're, the left is doing this on purpose because they think Trump is the easiest to beat. They're not wrong. What do you mean, Dan? You support Trump. Their, their argument was not wrong. I'm telling you, though, they both miscalculated. Trump's opponents really thought he'd be easy to beat in a general, and so did the left. That's why they kept indicting him. They know it's the most obvious point, but it's hard to escape the reality that the one factor put the race, this one factor put the race out of reach for anyone else, was the fact that Republican voters have rallied around Trump during his legal fights, and they're not ready to abandon him. This seems clear from the data. I'm just the data guy. I don't dislike the other candidates in the race. I'm just telling you the data speaks for itself. When Trump was indicted by Twinkies on March 30th, with news of the impending indictment having circled the week before, DeSantis was 15 points behind Trump in the average. The polling suggested Trump remained popular within his own party, but there was an opening for someone else. Within three weeks, Trump's lead more than doubled to 31.6. In the months that followed, DeSantis underwhelmed while Trump's support steadily grew as he racked up indictments. He now leads DeSantis in the national average of 61 to 13.8 by nearly 50 points. Folks, this was obvious, man. Uh, listen, I'm obviously not that great of a candidate myself. I ran for office. I didn't win. There's no excuses there. I just didn't win. Maybe I'm a better political commentator than a candidate. I don't know. Maybe my temper's not suited for it. But I'm real with myself. I was trying to be real with everyone else when I told you this that the number one fight most Republicans see right now is the battle against this police state because they think it's coming for them next. The liberals thought Trump would be the easiest to beat, so they indicted him into the nomination, and Trump's opponents thought, oh my gosh, this guy's so easy to beat. Look, the liberals want him nominated. Both of them were wrong because they didn't expect the rallying effect of the Republican Party and another group of people I'll get to in a second. But first... You think I'm the only one saying this? Again, I'm not taking credit for this, please. This is not a pat on the back. This was the easiest thing in the world to see coming. If you've ever been out there and spoken to actual voters like I do when I go to whatever, it was CPAC or whatever, and you talk to thousands of people, they all tell you the same thing. This police state, the FBI, police state stuff, in some, some derivation of that. It was so obvious that when the police state come from, came for Trump, there was going to be a rally around the flag. Here's Joe Rogan, who's not even a Trump supporter, saying the same damn thing, that this is the only card the Democrats ever had. It's the only one they're going to play and try to lock this guy up and indict their way out of this. Listen to yourself. How big is this and what's, what's the thing? Like I think that? they have fucking no cards and they're looking at this this game. And I don't know. I think they're depending upon party loyalty and they're depending upon Trump getting convicted yeah. and arrested. I mean, and, and um, uh, imprisoned rather. That's exactly right. That is exactly what they're doing. That was the plan the entire time. We're just going to go with the weakest candidate. Even if we lose, we'll put him in jail. Rogan saw this. He's not even a Trump guy. He saw this coming from a mile away. You know why Rogan saw it coming? And other guys, not just me. I'm not the only one who was talking about this, how these indictments were going to hand Trump the nomination. He saw it because he probably talks to regular people outside of the political bubble who told him exactly that. You know, man, I don't know. I'm on the fence with Trump, but the more they go after him, the more I think this is probably my guy. You know how many times I've heard that? Here, combine all that with this, the fact that 
Whether you like this theory or not, I don't care. I'm not trying to impress anyone. I'm just giving you the freaking data. Whether you like the data or not doesn't matter. I'm not interested in anybody's feelings about how they feel about data. I'm just telling you the data. The more Trump gets indicted, the more his poll numbers go up with not just the black community, but the Hispanic community. I don't care to philosophize on why that is. I don't care. I don't care. All I'm telling you is it's true. Here, listen to yourself. Less than half of voters approve of the job that President Joe Biden is doing currently in the White House, which is a 17% drop in approval since last year. Why is Biden's numbers going down with the Hispanic community and black community and Trump's numbers going up? I don't know. But these National Review people who are not Trumpers like at all are acknowledging the simple reality. More you indict, the more you hand this guy the nomination and potentially the general election. This may be, ladies and gentlemen, the single greatest political backfire in the history of politics. In the, in the history of politics. We got a busy news day today. You got the debate tonight. Yes, of course, I'm going to be. A lot of people, are you going to watch? Yeah, of course, I'm going to watch. Like, ah, these guys aren't going to win. Number one of them's not running. I don't really care. I like seeing conservatives versus uh, versus liberals. I'll just say this about the debate tonight. We'll cover it tomorrow. Be very careful if you're on Team DeSantis because this Gavin Newsom is a slick little liar. So listen, you don't need to take my debate advice. I mean, who really cares what I have to say? I'm just saying, you better keep this guy to close-ended answers. Because if you ask open-ended questions, Newsom and his slick back hair will go off on a tangent. This, I'm, But I'm definitely going to watch it. I want to see what Newsom has to say. The guy could be the Democrat nominee. And I want to see what DeSantis, I live in Florida. I think he's done a good job. So I want to see him defend the Florida record against the shit California record. I'd love to see that. But like I said, folks, the primary right now, it seems to be a runaway. We'll see. We got three weeks to the Iowa caucus, and that's going to tell a lot. By the way, I take a quick break here, but absolutely everything the Democrats right now are doing is backfiring. Everything. Indicting Donald Trump, his numbers go up. Their energy policy, it's dumping a load of trash on top of their heads. Their inflation policy, getting worse. The bond market auction I talked about yesterday, getting worse. The immigration crisis getting worse. There is nothing they're doing right now. Nothing that's working. This segment I got coming up, they are in the sheer desperation mode now. And Kamala Harris did it yesterday. Did what? Stay tuned. I'll show you. Folks, remember the video I showed you? The guy who thwarted a home invasion because he was ready and armed? I've been telling you for months to prepare. Don't put it off anymore. Listen, firearms and gear are great. But honestly, folks, without training, they're pretty useless. It's a paperweight. You got to train with it. You have to practice a lot. If you're looking for a great gift idea, I got this from my dad. Get the iTarget Cube today. I use it. Here's what's great about the cubes. You can place them in different spots, which is more realistic. You can practice clearing drills, sequential drills, set it to random mode to test your skills against multiple targets, all by the system times your speed. Right now, save 20% on the iTarget Cube. It's great for you. It makes a great gift. Plus, you get free shipping with the offer code DAN20. That's DAN20 at checkout. Go to iTargetPro.com. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223s. You can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest, most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. I-T-A-R-G-E-T-Pro.com. iTargetPro.com. Use offer code DAN20. System's great. Check it out. Everything they're doing is backfiring. Everything is a dumpster fire right now. 
They are in, here's how I know, always listen to what they say when you, you know, figure out when the Democrats are in full panic mode. Here's Kamala Harris. She's going right back to the Russia hoax. Ladies and gentlemen, this absolutely stinks of sulfur and desperation right now. Check this out. Russia interfered in the 2016 election, targeting specific groups of Americans with dis and misinformation, with an intention to undermine the American people's confidence in our institutions. Listen to me. Listen, please listen. I'm begging you. I'm begging me. Please, I have studied these people like Indiana freaking Jones, okay? I do these little archaeological finds. Nothing they say is by accident. Kamala Harris did not accidentally slip that out. Folks, they're getting ready to launch another October surprise. October just passed. No, no, I'm talking about next October, right before the November election. And I can almost guarantee you it's going to have something to do with some foreign collusion interference thing. Nothing they do is by accident. This should reek of desperation. What she's doing now is here's the problem with the campaign. They had two lines of attack. The Biden team could celebrate their record with the Bidenomics thing. It's fall. That's one avenue. Tell everyone how great we are. We'll get reelected. You tracking me? Bidenomics, the Inflation Reduction Act. Everything they do is shit. It's garbage. It sucks. Everything. So if you've been reading and following people who've been analyzing what the Biden campaign's doing, they're slowly transitioning away from this crap. Celebrate what we did because it's all crap to, well, we're just going to go scorched earth on Trump. You're seeing that now. They're going to bring all of this back. And so are the Democrats in big cities who are running out of excuses when they, they just lost their first mayoral race since, what, 1877 in Charleston, South Carolina, the Democrats? They are running out of excuses. So what are they going to do? They're just going to blame the Republicans and do the dipsy do flip a root. No. Yes. Listen to yourself. Here's this crazy Chicago Mayor Johnson blaming the Republicans, although they have no power whatsoever in Chicago. Check this out. Well, it has to be better coordination. You know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form um, instituted by right wing extremism. Um, everyone knows that the right wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities. And quite frankly, uh, they've been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities that are led by people of color. And their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos because that's what this that particular party has been about. Do you understand how freaking insane this is? The Republicans have no institutional political power whatsoever in the city of Chicago. And yet this loser toolbox, he has nothing else. He has nothing else. This would be like blaming the Democrats in Trump's cabinet for Trump. What are you talking about? Wait, did you just make that up? These guys are out of their minds. Here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about, that everything they're doing is falling flat. Not only is it falling flat, they're decimating businesses across the country and they don't know what to do because they're too knee deep in this stuff now. Industrial policy, they're too knee deep in the Inflation Reduction Act, subsidies for electric cars nobody wants to buy. Folks, you can't force people to buy these things. Everything they're doing is failing. Everything they do sucks. You can't force people to buy stuff they don't want. Everybody's pissed off at Biden. That's why he's at 30-something percent approval. 
Here, listen to this guy about the electric vehicle push coming out of this White House. They're basically demanding a certain percentage of cars have to be produced that are electric. What's the problem, folks? Nobody wants the damn cars. Listen to this segment if you think I'm making it up. Check this out. The political push to force you to buy an electric car in many states hitting another little bit of a speed bump. In fact, thousands of auto dealers are now calling for President Biden to, quote, tap the brakes on the unrealistic government electric vehicle mandate. Their words. With us tonight is one of those dealership owners, the owner of Celebrity Motor Cars, Tom Maoli. Tom, um, it, this isn't like you and a couple other people, right? I mean, this is a lot of no, car is, dealers this writing this letter to the White House. Yes, good to see you. This is thousands. This is thousands of dealerships that, that represent multiple brands, not just one brand. Folks, that goes on. This guy's like, we're losing money, bro. These cars are stacked up on the lot. We've got a hundred day supply of these cars. Nobody wants them. Of course, what's the next step in totalitarian regimes? What's the next step? Come on, Chatsters, you know. You guys know what's the next step as they're piling up on all. What do you do next? Of course, you force people to buy the cars. That's it. You made the lotta. No, no, you're not allowed to buy anything else. This is the only one. That's the next step. No, that's not going to happen. Folks, you think they don't. You think they don't know this has been an apocalyptic disaster? You think Brandon Johnson, the mayor of Chicago, that really believes Republicans are screwing things up? You think Kamala Harris really believes in the Russia hoax? They're full of shit. These people just make this stuff up all the time. They know this is failing. Why are they doing it? They don't care. Here's a story out of uh, Michigan. The, uh, the, the Democrat loser governor there, Gretchen Whitmer, even after the Inflation Reduction Act electric vehicle debacle happening right now, here she is in a car state. Ladies and gentlemen, in a car state, here's Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan, the home of the automobile baby, Detroit, Michigan. Here she is, and in, in this is a local news report, about her plan to double down. On this new green economy, nobody wants any piece of. Take a look. The bill signed today included clean energy targets for Michigan, such as reaching 100% renewable energy by 2040. The bills detail how Michigan will reach that goal by transitioning existing utility workers, implementing utility cost savings programs, and giving a statewide commission the authority to approve local clean energy projects. A seven-bill package, making Michigan the fifth state in the nation to pledge clean energy by 2040. This package of legislation will lower costs for families, will create amazing good-paying jobs in Michigan, and will put us in the driver's seat in terms of leadership and responding to the climate crisis in America. They don't care. You know, listen, man, for a second, I'm, I'm, again, I'm just, I'm, I'm imploring, asking, begging. To the blue collar workers out there who work in the auto industry, do you not understand that the Democrats are trying to destroy your lives? I, I'm not talking to all of you because I know a lot of you get it. And in fact, they're voting for Trump or Republicans. I get that because you understand we're actually on the side of the productive growth of your industry. But do you understand if you're an auto worker voting Democrat in a blue state that these people are legitimately trying to put you out of business and out of a job? Why? I don't understand why you would vote. What evidence do you have to vote for them? These people hate you. And not only that, they're freaking morons. How do I know they're morons? Remember this from 2021? Here's the energy secretary, Granholm. She's asked a simple question about how many barrels of oil 
We're taking in a day or use per day. She doesn't even know the answer to that. These are the morons dictating your life. Check this out. How many barrels of oil does the U.S. consume per day? I don't have that number. So some suggest it's about 18 million, which would suggest you're releasing less than three days worth of supply from the petroleum reserve. Why is that enough? Well, she doesn't even know how many barrels. These are the dipshits running your life. Why, you know, if you're an auto worker, can you give me one good reason why you would be voting for these people? Listen, brothers and sisters, I'm not telling you Republicans are the solution to all your problems. They are not. This show's had its own beefs with the swampy Republicans, too. I'm simply telling you the cause of all your problems is undoubtedly the Democrats. So if I can get rid of the cause of my problems and at least work on a solution, I'll take it. And this is just freaking hilarious. This popped right before I was coming up to do the show. I added it last minute. Washington Times. No free rides. States squeeze money out of electric vehicle owners to replace lost gas tax revenue. <laughs> so just to be clear, Biden and his team put auto workers out of work by pushing the production of electric vehicles nobody wants. The vehicles then sit on the lot, putting a bunch of car dealerships probably out of business as they sit on product no one wants. And then the few people that buy them because they don't pay gas uh, bills because they're not filling up their car with gas because it's electric. The government feels it's entitled to more of your revenue. So they figure they got to squeeze more money out of you and put like some beacon on your car because they're not getting gas money after pushing you to get an electric vehicle so you could save on gas and gas. money. it's unbelievable how you could vote for freaking liberals. It is just phenomenal. Republicans are not the solution to your problems. Brothers, sisters. I get it. Yo comprendo. I understand. Okay? I'm just telling you the cause of all your problems are these dipshits. And when they get in trouble, they just lie about it. There's a tweet that came out yesterday. I teased it. This thing really ticked me off. I'm going to get to that next. I got a lot more too, including a, a hearing up on Capitol Hill where I don't know if this guy knew what he was saying. This guy who runs the Federal Protective Service, who just kind of like became a whistleblower, I think, without even knowing it. Stay tuned. I'll get to that. Again, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Genucel, it's a Christmas holiday season, time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting compliments everywhere you go, and looking years younger thanks to Genucel skincare. From now until Christmas, Genucel skincare's most popular package is better than seventy percent off at Genucel.com. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness. And yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with Genucel skincare, Genucel skincare's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed or your money back. It's a great holiday gift, ladies and gentlemen. Paula loves Genucel, so does my mother-in-law. Plus, included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that'll restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan and enter my special code Dan for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Dan, GenuCell.com slash Dan. Appreciate it, GenuCell. Our last sponsor, we get back to the content, the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. If you own a gun or need one for protection, you got to join. Imagine getting ripped away from your family, rotting in prison just because you use the gun to defend yourself. You know what happens when a good guy defends himself? They find themselves in handcuffs and the criminal runs free. You've seen it all the time. The justice system's no friend of gun owners like us, even if we do everything right. 
That's why I'm a member and have been of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. I made the responsible choice to be prepared before, during, and after a self-defense incident. As a member, I'm able to take advantage of the USCCA's education, training, and legal preparation. Now's the time for you to do the same. Plus, new members get a free Pelican Gun Vault just for joining today. And check this out. Joining as a Platinum or Elite Level member gets you a second bonus 100% free. So you'll be getting life-saving education, training, legal preparation, the Pelican Gun Vault, and a USCCA survival kit. Claim yours today by visiting uscca.com slash Bongino and get signed up. Again, that's uscca.com slash Bongino. Thank you. So when the lefts get, or the leftists get in trouble, they just lie about it. This really ticked me off before I got on the air yesterday. I really can't stand this guy, Ro Khanna. He's a far left congressman. The guy constantly pretends to be like a moderate and a sane voice of reason. He's not. He is. This guy is one of the key voices in censorship. When that whole thing happened with Parler, this guy, I will never forget him and AOC were the two pushing to have an independent free market company wiped off the market because they didn't like it. And then hilariously, later on, he tried to pretend to be a, a free a free market's uh, anti-censorship guy. This guy's totally full of crap. He has been for the longest time. So I see this before I get on the air yesterday. It's a perfect example of why you can never trust these people on the left. I'm not telling you Republicans are the answer. I'm just telling you again, Democrats lie about everything. This is a tweet so dumb, only a moron would believe it. Ro Khanna says the national debt was caused by four things. Reagan's tax cuts, Bush's tax cuts, Trump's tax cuts, and Bush's overseas wars. He's like, we don't even need a commission to study it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a statement so freaking stupid and devoid of facts that I have to tell you, this is an insult to liberals. Anyone in the chat know why? This is a, uh, Ro Khanna's a liar. Like I have, I, I'm not surprised at all a Democrat like Ro Khanna would put something like this up, not even a little bit. What's surprising about this is Ro Khanna legitimately thinks you're a moron on the left. Why? Because this takes all of about maybe a minute, probably less for you to actually go look up. So I did it for you. And I'm only doing this to show you how full of shit the left is all the time. So the Reagan tax cuts, which were fully implemented by 1986 and were phased in, right? The Reagan tax cuts cost the government money. Well, here's the balance. It's not a political website. And I just put in a search engine, federal government tax revenue. Oh, look at that. Reagan takes the presidency in 81. Let's go to the year before. Tax revenue is $517 billion. It's $599 when he gets into office. So if the Reagan tax cuts, Joe, cost the government money, should be less than $517 billion, right? I'm just, I mean, it's, he said it cost. I mean, Ro Khanna said so, right? Joe, what's that number in 1988? Can you read that? What does that say? No, 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 it doesn't say that. It's li- That's more. You're reading the wrong number. Gee, I, I'm done with Joe. He's clearly confused. Gee, what's the number in 1988? Say. Oh, he says Joe's correct. Joe, my apologies. So the number is 909. See, you could go look this up, folks. You could actually go, like, use the use your favorite leftist search site, you liberal morons. Go in there and put federal tax revenue by years. So the Reagan tax cuts cost the government money, even though he almost doubled federal tax revenue. And then he says that the Bush tax cuts, they must have, they caused the national debt too, meaning it cost the government money. So you know what I did? I went to the same website and I looked that up too. Now, Bush was in office uh, from 2001 to 2008. 
And look, in 2001, Bush gets into office. I even included the year before. The tax revenue was $1.99 trillion. So the Bush tax cuts implemented in 2001 and 2003 definitely cost the government money. So, Joe, when Bush got out of office in 2008, can you read that number? What was the government tax revenue? Uh, man, that's 2.52. Now, now, because I don't want to make the same mistake again, Joseph. I'm not even going to go to Guy and I'm going to look myself. And Holy shit, Joe's right. Bush comes into office. It's $1.99 trillion, and he leaves it as $2.52 trillion. So Ro Khanna thinks you're a freaking moron. Because you probably are if you're a leftist. Oh, but Trump's tax cuts, they definitely, this is, this definitely Trump's fault. This $33 trillion national debt, forget Bush, okay, he was lying about that. Forget Reagan. It was definitely Trump. So Trump gets into office, swears in 2017, uh, federal tax revenue is $3.3 trillion, uh, 3.32. Trump leaves office. I'm not even going to ask Joe because I don't know. I can't trust anybody anymore. He gets out of office in 2020. And holy shit, the number's 3.42 trillion. It's even more. That's really, that's so crazy. Especially considering we had like the whole Rona thing, Frosty and all. That's just so weird. It's almost like liberals lie about everything all the time. He said it, just like the poor kid at the Kansas City Chiefs game. He's definitely, maybe he was wearing blackface with red cheering for the Chiefs sometime. Maybe Deadspin should write an article about it. But he's definitely a fascist. Are you liberals dumb all the time? I love the dumbass lady who responded to me on Twitter, by the way, hilariously. And she cited an article, an article from the left, claiming that somehow these numbers are wrong. You can go to the Treasury website and look yourself, you... Ugh. I know nothing. I know, nothing. I know you know. I, it's, it should be the motto of these morons on the left. All right, moving on. When they don't lie, they got to cover stuff up. That's why this hearing up on Capitol Hill yesterday was so freaking bananas. Did you hear this? I don't know if I'm sorry, if it was yesterday or the day before. It doesn't really matter. But there's a hearing up on Capitol Hill. And they've got, for those of you who don't understand how federal protection works, the Secret Service protects president, vice president, foreign heads of state. The Diplomatic Security Service, they protect other people who come into the country who aren't heads of state. So let's say you've got Whatever, Afghanistan's oil minister, he's got a high threat. Diplomatic Security Service will take him. The Capitol Hill police protect members of Congress and the Senate. Supreme Court has their own police department as well. U.S. Marshals can protect some people. FBI protects the Attorney General. But the Federal Protective Service, FPS, protects our federal building. They have a lot of uniformed folks, okay? It's like a uniformed police force. They Listen to what I'm telling you. It's going to be important in the context of this next segment where this guy becomes a whistleblower, whether he knows it or not. This is the head of the Federal Protective Service, a branch I'm very familiar with. He's asked a question about what his guys are actually up to and what they're doing. Now, in the chat, am I crazy? If it's the Federal Protective Service in charge of protecting federal buildings, you would think the answer would be we're protecting federal buildings. That wasn't, that wasn't the answer. It wasn't the answer. I'm actually shocked this made it onto the show when this guy actually said this. Here, take a look. Uh, we do have uh, a number of FPS officers that are supporting CBP at the southern border in two locations. Um, uh, and that's, that's going on today. When you say assisting, assisting with processing? Not processing. Let me explain what they're doing. So the Border Patrol, the goal is for us to support the Border Patrol so they can go back to do the work of the border. So we, our officers are transporting people to hospital appointments, to medical visits, to emergency rooms uh, that may need 
for treatment. So the Border Patrol doesn't have to do that. They can focus on the border and we're supporting them and escorting people to these appointments. If, if I could just ask, where, where are these folks coming from who are who are transporting your agents? Where are they being taken from if they're, if they're now running people back and forth to the hospital and appointments and so forth? Uh, various locations throughout the country. For, for example? Uh, Boston. Chicago. What would they otherwise be doing at those locations? Federal facility protection. So they're, they're being pulled off of federal facility protection in order to go to the border and to take migrants to appointments. <laughs> so funny. I can't. I can't. Joe, Joe just said it right. I didn't get the Joe for it. Joe, Joe says to me, I'll take an Italian sub. I'm like, what? I'm not taking orders. Is this what we're doing? We're paying our police officers. These guys and ladies do a great job. I know some of these guys, they do fantastic work. I'm not knocking them. They're just doing what someone's telling them. And they're taking dinner orders and escorting people to appointments. But, but did you get the question and, and hat tip Senator Hawley hat tip to you for asking this? Well, what would they be doing if they weren't escorting illegal immigrants around the country to what, get a haircut or something? Oh, they'd actually be protecting federal buildings because you know, Joe, it's not like there's an actual threat right now from the demon savage. I mean, there's nothing going on right now. Oh, he says there. Wait, wait. Joe's like, yeah, that the October seventh. Oh, yeah. So I was, I, my gosh, that happened. Oh my, I've totally forgot. Matter of fact, you know the the cultural enrichment we've been engaged in by having a bunch of pro terrorist supporting, pro demon savage people in the United States. I don't know if you guys know this, but they've been culturally enriching us. And the cultural enrichment happened again last night. Gee, could you play this little video? Look at this, folks. More cultural enrichment. Hat tip viral news, New York City. Uh, this was a bunch of pro-terror simps last night, terror supporters in New York at a Christmas tree lighting. Of course, that's always the perfect place to start a near riot. And they love their Hamas. They love it. But don't worry, folks. It's cultural enrichment. It's not like there's any threat right now either. So FPS, the head of it, but you guys can just like, don't worry, stand down. No big deal. Nothing going on at all. As long as we take care of those illegals, it's not like, you know, these folks are going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. The march in Washington. Right. Exactly. We did. We see any attacks on cops over there. Nah, not really. We should have put a side by side. That would have been a good idea. Now, the good news is Governor Abbott from Texas, who, you know, I get it. He gets so he's got a lot of detractors and that's fine because we don't worship politicians here anyway. So, frankly, I don't give a damn um, whether he's a nice guy or not. I don't really care. Politicians are tools for us. We're tools for them. They're tools. To, they use us as tools to get elected. We use them as tools to implement conservative policies. That's it. You're falling in love with a politician. You ain't doing it right. But good job. Governor Abbott made a little announcement yesterday. I love me some of this one. He's got a little schedule now. You see this, guys? It's great. I think we should set up a bus schedule like this. Texas will be busing migrants to sanctuary cities until Biden secures the border. He's even got numbers, folks. This is great. 12,500 to D.C. Love it. 25,000 in New York City. I love New York. 20,000 in Chicago. 3,200 to Philly. 7,400 to Denver. 1,100 to Los Angeles. Our mission provides vital relief to border towns. Yes, sir, it does. And sanctuary cities love to give them sanctuary. So I'm sure they'd love to have them. I mean, you know, fellas, we definitely need some more cultural enrichment. Clearly, we are on the wrong side of this entire thing. So good job, Governor Abbott. Like I said, whether you like them or don't like them, I don't care. They're tools for us and is a pretty good tool right now. Joe Biden wants illegal immigration. Then his fellow Democrats can take them in and take care of them, too. You can help out. Hold on. Give me a sip of water for this one. Because yet another 
You know where I'm going with this? You guys know where I'm going? Yet another conspiracy theory has come true. Why is it concerning? Well, you know why it's concerning, Joe? Because we're out of them. I don't have anything else to talk about. Conspiracy theory. He's laughing. It's true. Have any? Do we have any? What conspiracy theory you and I have addressed, Joe, over eight years has not come true? Spygate, Russiagate, the PP hoax, the Ukraine thing, the vaccine thing, the mask thing. We, I'm out of cons- folks. I'm legitimately out of conspiracy theory. I, I, there, there are no more to talk about. What am I getting at? Oh, look at this. The conspiracy theory that we had advocated on the show that human beings have this thing called natural immunity. We were told that was a conspiracy theory, remember? Even though I learned it in the Charlie Brown Encyclopedia in first grade, we were told that that's a myth, that natural immunity, COVID's like super special and it's not, natural immunity doesn't work. You guys are conspiracy theorists. Matter of fact, I was almost banned for misinformation for saying, you know, your body has a natural way of fighting against these things, B cells and T cells and memory cells and that kind of thing. Oh, looky here. Another another one bites. It does. Another one goes down in flames. The blaze, Paul Saka. Natural immunity provides better protection against COVID than vaccines, even against hospitalization. New study finds. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like... uh your opinion, man. I, I don't even. What's the point? Why are we even doing this show anymore? Everything. This is because this is just dumb. Do you believe we're actually having this conversation? The analysis on 246,000 individuals. They noticed that they categorized those as no immunity against COVID, those with natural immunity from infection, and those who had vaccine-induced immunity, those who had both natural immunity who were vaccinated against SARS-CoV-2. And they found out that natural immunity, shocker, folks, conferred substantial protection against COVID hospitalization, offers stronger and longer-lasting protection against infection, symptoms, and hospitalization compared to vaccine-induced immunity. I got, I'm got, you, you realize I got thrown off screw tube for just talking about this stuff. What's the, again, what's the, do you want, you understand how dumb this conversation is? No, I'm really serious. Cause I don't ever want to waste your time. You know, I'm obsessed with that. The only thing I have is you, like you guys outside of my wife and God, like you guys are it. Like I honestly, I don't really even have that many friends. Like I love this audience in the chat. That's why I get in there earlier. And I love hanging with you all. You know, the, the McGroins and Lisa R and all you all and Botgino, everyone in there early. We had a Montana dude in there. You guys are all I got. And I'm telling you the truth. This is dumb. It's stupid. Do you realize we're having a conversation about what my daughter learned? I'm not kidding. In third grade, you get an infection. You get a cut. A pathogen goes in. We didn't even have to use the word pathogen. It's third grade. A germ goes in. In order to clean up the germ, your immune system responds. You realize liberals were kicking people off platforms for suggesting that the natural immunity human beings have had for millennia didn't exist against COVID because they wanted you to get a vaccine. You believe this shit? You believe we actually had this conversation? Again, back to, I I know you think like that tax thing with Ro Khanna. I I know you probably think like, you know, what was that all about? These freaking people lie to you about everything. 
to people out there who are Democrats, who are listening to my show for the first time, I get it, brother and sister. If you find some salvation in this show, God bless you. I'm not telling you the Republicans are going to solve all your problems, man. I'm not telling you we haven't added to the national debt. I'm not telling you Republicans haven't engaged in lockdowns. Even Abbott from Texas, we just talked about that. Even Florida, where I live. We had a brief one, but it happened. I'm not telling you we're without sin, but I'm telling you this for a fact. Tattoo it on your skull and the back of your eyelids. The Democrats lie about everything all the time, even after called out. Nothing they tell you is true. And I'm getting a little worried, folks, because now as Joe Biden gets desperate, he can't afford to lose any more constituencies. They're already going back to the Russia hoax. He's losing auto workers. He's losing Hispanics. He's losing younger voters. He's losing black voters, not the majority, but he's losing more black voters relative to Republicans in the past. Whereas other Biden is he's done, folks. This guy's goose is freaking cooked. Newsom's waiting in the wings. That's why he's doing this debate tonight. That's why you should watch because this guy's going to be the nominee and he's a pretty damn good debater. I would say he's a master debater. You have to put a pause between those two words. Just like if you tell someone they cannot see something, you got, you got to put a pause or else you're, you could be misquoted. But I'm getting really nervous because Biden right now is so desperate and this guy is so craven. And they found another series of suspicious payments I'll get to tomorrow. This guy is so craven and such a sociopath that he knows he's losing Muslim voters in swing states right now. Because even though he's catering right now to Hamas with this ridiculous ceasefire, while they engage in terror attacks, while they actually engage in terror attacks, the Muslim community wants him to do more in some of these places. Not all, but some of them. Folks, I'm getting really nervous, man, because the enemy's already here. And I say that not like a weirdo kind of way. The enemy is already here. I, I tweet that and put it on True Social almost every day. The enemy is already here. I want you to imagine, this is what happened at this Oakland City Council meeting. These are a bunch of absolute crazy people going up there to openly, they did this in public, express what seems to be support for Hamas who just raped, tortured, and killed thousands of people and are holding young women and children hostage. This happened in this country now. If these were people wearing MAGA hats, these people would be in the gulag in D.C. already, and you know it, lefties. Take a listen. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab, asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October 7th, you, your time is up. including children, were killed by the IDF. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to... Thank you. Your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question. Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been a lot of atrocity propaganda ranging from claims of beheaded babies to mass rape. Hamas is not a terrorist organization just because the U.S. and Israel 
um, deems it so. Hamas is a resistance organization that is fighting for the liberation of Palestinian people and their land. I don't have a MAGA hat here. If I had one, can you imagine me showing up with a MAGA hat? And let's just say, forget the Israeli-Palestinian thing for a second. Pull yourself out of that. And imagine a group of people, white guys or whatever, because that'll be easy for the left to understand. Imagine for a second that a bunch of white dudes decided to engage in a massive terror strike, raping women, taking infants, hostages, and killed thousands of people. And I show up at, say, a conservative city council hall in, I don't know, Texas somewhere, and I say, listen, you know, uh, we really need to be sympathetic to these people. Matter of fact, it's it's racist to actually say they did anything bad. You imagine what would happen. Let me tell you what would happen. Um, every local media outlet would descend on that town immediately. They'd be demanding names, firings. They would find out where you worked. They would have your uh, contractor on tape saying, oh, I cleaned up this guy's plumbing at one point, but I disavow. There would be disavowals from every single Texas politician all over the country. But, you know, the only thing that's acceptable right now, of course, is saying it's OK to kill Jews. If you kill Jews and you're a liberal in a liberal city, no problem at all. They don't even care. They go in front. They're on tape. They, the thing is, they don't care. They don't care. You understand that? They don't give a shit because they know liberals really don't care about intolerance and all that coexist bullshit. They don't care about any of that. Liberals care about power. And if they think that they can use a specific community, whether that community happens to be uh, this community or that community can use them to retain power, they don't care what they say. The future must not belong to those who slander the prophet of Islam. That was a good drop. Hey, watch this. And for those of you out there saying, well, this isn't everyone. Of course, it isn't everyone. We don't stereotype people. We're not morons. Of course, it isn't everyone. We're not moron leftists. Oh, you bag of supporters are fascists. Of course, it's not everyone. But I'm getting a little tired of the argument, too. That, oh, you got to learn to separate Hamas from the majority of people who live in Gaza. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the majority of people who live in Gaza voted for Hamas and they have about a 57% approval rating. Gee, can you do math? Last time I checked, that's called a majority. Checks out. And for those of you like, oh, the civilians are not involved. I want you to watch this little video. So is this a VO or a sub? The bus, yeah. Okay, I want you to watch this. These are the Israeli hostages who, keep in mind, did nothing wrong. These are not combatants. These are hostages getting ready to be released, and Hamas is bringing them into a bus. The people are screaming at them, filming them, trying to, like, attack them. Oh, yeah, this is just great. No, it's not the civilian. Oh, no, they love, this is a loving, like, this is a, you know that, like, line like they did in Martha's Vineyard when the immigrants left on the plane? They were like, goodbye. Looks the same, right? These people almost got killed. So please spare me the whole like, well, the majority of people, well, the majority of people could get rid of these folks too. Tired of that stupid argument because it's absolute bullshit. Should we do the, you know what? I'll save that for tomorrow. I was going to do the Iowa thing. You know what? Can you do the North Carolina school though, folks? I just want to end with this kind of a sad story, but folks, these things, it's getting really chaotic out there. I don't know about you, but when I grew up, we never saw stuff like this in school. Did you see this video? Fight breaks out in a North Carolina school. Look at this crap. Did you ever see stuff like this in school? I mean, I saw a couple fights. I got it. It was one-on-one and the UPS guy broke it up once when I got it. When I was in, this winds up resulting in a stabbing. 
school. Look at this. This is in, this is totally bananas. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. This is unfortunately this is the far left agenda. We tried to instill discipline in schools between the Obama and the Biden administration. They started getting into all this again. Racial attack stuff. The greatest irony of all is you get people of all different races who wind up dead because they promote this kind of chaos in schools. You want this? You want more of this? Vote for more Democrats in 2024 because I'll end the show as I started. Republicans aren't the solution to all your problems. They're not. Pains me to say it, but it's true. But the cause of all your problems, you damn well better believe are the Democrats. Folks, I hope you enjoyed the beginning of the show. You know, uh, we always kind of feed you a little bit of sarcasm, but I meant it. If I were you and I were going to a sporting event this weekend, stand with this kid. He didn't deserve what happened to him. This kid was an innocent kid who was ruthlessly attacked by a bunch of race-baiting lunatics who tried to ruin him and his family's life. We can either stand up and do something or we can sit on our asses and do nothing. Took me 10 minutes to do that with Paula. And although, again, it was done with a bit of sarcasm, I promise you the intent of it was absolutely pure. There was nothing funny about the intent. Show up at your sports game this weekend. Paint your face those kids' colors. Show some solidarity. We got to stop this stuff. And the only way to stop is to start dancing. That kid's the first one who got up and danced. You remember that video I showed you? It's not the first person. It's the second one. Now, he didn't even mean to get up and dance, but he did. I'm the second. Now you make yourself the third and the millionth and the 10 millionth. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to go wash my face. Can you get this off? Because if I pull my shirt up, it's going to be all over my shirt. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.